sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean What's the happy haps? This is Two Sides of the Story. That's Sean Sides. And that's Tom Sides. How you doing, Thomas? I'm doing all right, man. I'm coming off a nice little day off here. Uh, got got some stuff done. Was a little bit productive, you know. Sweet. It's been a good old fashioned day. Um, before we get into it, I want to give a quick birthday shout out to my buddy Addison. Uh, he's been like an avid listener of the podcast, and as we are recording, it is his birthday today. I tried to call him like fifteen times with that little busy body. He's too busy. Uh, on his birthday, rightfully so. So I have to sh- shoot him a message, but now, like verbally out there, he can hear my voice. Happy birthday, Addy. Have a swell day. Happy birthday, big guy. Yeah. That's who you're working for back there, right? For a bit. Yeah. He's nice. like, he was awesome for me, man. When I came back from the pandemic, he gave me work and, like, yeah, that's know, sick. Helped me get back on my feet while I was doing stuff. So, yeah, no, he's a solid, solid, solid friend. Never hurts having friends like that. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And he also made me godfather of his son. Who like I'm trying to like I can't find a build a bear anywhere anymore. Are they still a store? I feel like there still is one in West Edmonton Mall. Because like I've been like there used to be one at the local mall here, and then like I show and I show up and it's going under like serious renovation. So like half of the cool stores are just gone now. So oh, like, shit. for fuck's sake so i've been trying to find him like a cool toy to like send him and stuff but i'll i'll figure something out makes sense yeah. um it'd be like the biggest ask ever to be like hey like i'm not like in a city where there is a build-a-bear can you do me like the biggest favor and like facetime me into build-a-bear so that you can build a bear for me that'd be like the worst ask ever you're like oh fuck if you so, had to do it for someone so so you won't do that for me, is what you're saying. <laughs> just so we'd we're clear. Go, we'd have to talk terms, but I thought I'd just throw that out there as a humorous little add-on to that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to make like, you do this because like going to build a bear, it's a bit of a fucking chore. Yeah. They make you do all this stuff for like um no, like you have to do like 10 laps of the store so the bear knows you love it. It's a fucking bear. I'm not it's not even for me. Can we that's awesome. can we skip the whole <laughs> song and dance here? That's so funny. I like it though, like when you go to a place and they give you the full experience, even if you don't want the full experience, you know what I mean? Like I want to buy a thing and I want to leave the store. That is my goal. But when you go to a builder bear, they're like, now make sure you put the heart and you put the name on the heart so that okay, can we just like what happened to it the actually is that... like that or are you just fucking with me right no, no, now this I've is never, literally what i've they never do. built a bear huh oh uh, sean i'm bringing back recommends right now you need to go to a builder <laughs> bear and experience the hell that it is buying a thing from there <laughs> me and crystal have talked about going because like she wants to build a bear and we could build one for each other or just build our own and Ooh, that would be that's be a like cute a couple date. thing to do yeah like we've talked about doing that so yeah uh, Maybe I'll take you up on that recommends one of these days. That honestly, but it like you're gonna be there and the amount of eye rolling you will do is <laughs> unbelievable. 
um that'd be awesome i'll try and like record a video of, if they're like making me do some terrible things oh i'll record I, I get crystal it to record like the whole thing what's that like get crystal to or get like kieran to show up and just have him record the whole thing while you experience <laughs> the dumb like it's just it's just stupid and they make you do it they're like no you we know you want this bear you're here so like do the dumb shit <laughs> and they make I, like I've only been to uh, the Build-A-Bear twice. Yeah. And for one, I had to buy a bear for a friend of mine because I lost a bet and she wanted to build a bear. Little did I know that I had to like go in with her and then like go through this whole rigmarole of things. And I went like, are you kidding? Like, no, you lost a bet. You have to go through all of this. And I was like, I just thought I had to buy a teddy bear. No, man. What ensued was like various dumb chores I had to do around a store as an adult male. And I was just like pissed off about it. <laughs> okay. And then, and then how did you have to do this a second time exactly after having first experienced the torture? My friend had a kid and I wanted to get her a good gift. And she really liked <laughs> uh, one of the trolls. Who's the female troll in trolls? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. All right. Well, there's an animated movie called Trolls. Are you with me? Okay. Yeah. Lost on me. Okay. Sorry. Can't be so helpful anyway. there. Anyways, you wanted to get a troll doll. Yeah. And I wanted to get it from her. And they had like these dope ones at Build-A-Bear. So yeah. for the second time in my life, I went through the whole fucking song and dance that you have to go through. By the way, where does this corporation get off on doing this to us? And then yeah, like the psycho. joy of the clerks or the people that work there knowing that look at this grown ass man he knows what he's in for or he doesn't does know their, what he's in for does their routine feel genuine um like like i know that it's part of like a thing they do there yeah of course i don't know like like both times were different so like it's a bit rehearsed but i think like some of them will just add an extra thing to fuck with you because it's fun. Makes sense. It's more for the kids, but like it's like corp, like like those corporate rules. Like when I worked for like WestJet, like we had to wave goodbye to all the planes. Like that was a rule that we had to yeah. obey. Seven Eleven, you have to walk like greet every customer when they come in, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, same shit. And um, and and so like. I like it's just a thing like I understand like yeah, did I course. wave at you every flight that I that I pushed out? No. But like <laughs> when when people were like watching me to make sure I was following all the procedures, I had to. And it's for the kids, right? But like also like, yeah. if it's 12:20 at night and uh, and you're on the red eye flight out of Edmonton, I'm not waving at you. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm tired. This is not happening. <clears throat> I would almost enjoy the wave. You know what I mean? Like, knowing, I would assume that every single member of the entire plane was watching me wave. And I'd have that moment, like, several times per day. It'd be pretty cool. Uh, I, You know what? There's sometimes, like, I would do, like, ridiculous dances for it. Sweet. And then just, like, I don't know. Like, I'm waving. I don't know. Like, I'll do, like, the double arm, like, hey, <laughs> oh. But, like. Why not? But, like, there were times, like, at the tail end of a long shift, you're just like, deuces, I'm out of here. Yeah, no shit. Fuck that. Yeah. 
Anywho, yeah, Build a Bear. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect to talk about Build a Bear this much on the get like off the cuff of the it's podcast. It's a pretty funny thing to talk about. Like one follow up little thing I'd like to say about it. It sucks that you went through all that and you don't have a token bear. Like I don't have my own. Yeah, like you could have made like a fucking Harry Potter bear or like whatever you were into at that exact moment. Well, you know what they do that have? Part of your life. The last time I was there, it was at the West Edmonton Mall. They have like the green Power Ranger bear, which is actually the gift that I want to get my godson because like yeah. his name is Tommy. I'm going to be Uncle Tommy to this kid. And for sure, I want to get him one of these because then he'll always associate me with a Power Ranger. I think it's yeah. a dope ass gift because it works on levels. I'm all about layers. I'm like Shrek. I have layers. Okay, um, okay. I can accept that. But like. <laughs> <laughs> but like but like there's doesn't seem to like it's like a, it's like a dying breed everywhere like the one in montreal is gone and then like the one that used to be near where i'm living is now gone and like i might have to ask you to go to the west edmonton mall <laughs> and get me a build-a-bear before it disappears forever that's funny we'll talk business at some yeah. point if we have to <laughs> so um yeah that's fun. Um, I, I, do you still have like bears? Did you have like special bears when you were a kid that you like hung on to as an adult that you like, not like a uh, security blanket bear, but just like shit you got. Your there's first like Christmas. A, there's like a top closet full of like old stuff animals that we just have. Yeah. So like, I, I think I have like a stuff goofy because like when I was like into Disney, like I talked about it before on a previous podcast, like my favorite Disney character of all time is Goofy and that yeah. stuffed animal of Goofy or stuff, whatever, uh, of Goofy is forever treasured to me. And then like, do you remember like the 1998, I think it was 1998 uh, All-Star Game? okay well mcdonald's put out a muppet themed all-star game jerseys with so like wearing like the green one miss piggy was in the purple Purple. one fozzy and uh animal so we have fozzy and animal i think maybe kermit i think we're just missing miss piggy but of like those and i hold those dears for one those are still the nicest all-star game jerseys that have ever been in like circulation on they have never I remember them. that that's the one i think of in my head when i think in like all-star game yeah so they have never been topped and two it's the muppets and you know me i fucking love the muppets so yeah, you sure do yeah so like it's it's tiered on why i love those so like those i hold dear and we still have those that's sweet i like holding on to like yeah. sentimental shit like that i showed you like in a couple of our early episodes i had uh, harry and the henderson sitting on the back shelf yeah there. he's still yeah. like kicking around it was one of those pickups where i had just seen the movie and then i fucking found that thing so and then kermit the frog i still have and uh what's elf i have my elf as well still like an elf on the shelf no alf oh alien yeah alf yeah Okay. I feel Alf like I was is saying, different from Alf. I feel like I was saying Alf, but it's really hard to enunciate an A. I don't know. <laughs> Alf, 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 Alf. I, I, do I fucking hear a difference? I don't think I do. Maybe our fans can hear a difference. You're going to have to fucking let us know in an no, email what? at two sides of the story pod <laughs> at gmail.com. That's the number two. 
sides of the story pod at gmail.com um yo alpha is one of my all-time favorites too so i'm stoked that you have that and if i ever come visit it may or may not suddenly go missing <laughs> i don't have it on display because i don't want to be the man that has like teddy bears on display yeah but it's alpha i feel like you would get away with alf you could maybe i'll put him in the background for a podcast he can hang yeah. out with us he'll make yeah. some appearances from time to time there you go. I would appreciate that actually. Because I I actually started re-watching Alf rather recently and then I stopped because like other cool things came out uh, came out. So like yeah. you can always go back to Alf, but it's a really enjoyable show. Is it still? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Since like it holds up. Like it's on Amazon Prime. You can find it like all, all the okay, seasons. And it's very enjoyable. And like the stuff that they would get away with at the time. Like it was like a family comedy, but there's there's like those few scenes of just like well, this made he it was kind of grease, wasn't he? Huh? He was kind of greasy, wasn't he? A little bit, and then like sometimes, like he would walk in on the like the mom in the shower, and you're just like, huh? Yeah, and he's not like feeling bad about it. Not at all. It was like a thing he did, even yeah. though different species. But you know, beautiful is beautiful in the eyes of the beholder. Yeah. So. What do you do? Speaking of um, species that are interested in different species, Captain Kirk made it space safe and sound that's fucking sick this is one of the coolest segues i think we've ever had on the podcast so well done to you (laughs) very well done um yeah i watched him fly off in that penis shaped ship and like does jeffrey bezos know that it looks like a gigantic cock or is that like lost on him he might just be showing off he's like i'm a fucking millionaire if i want to make a cock space you think it's modeled after his uh, I, I I care not to speculate on that matter. <laughs> Parvi thinks it must be a little bit. Yeah, or like what he aspired to have. <laughs> what he wished it looked like. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I got nothing against you. <laughs> uh, uh, I <laughs> there goes our Amazon Prime signing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's so funny. Yeah, all I can think funny. about whenever I see the rocket is the jokes from Austin Powers uh, <laughs> 2, where he goes, he's, <laughs> he flies off in his rocket ship and it looks like a giant dick. And it's and that whole scene is a uh, scene of just saying, uh, it looks like a giant, and they keep cutting to different terms of the word penis. Um, those are great movies for the record. Yes, they are. They hold up great fucking tremendously. Movies. I was sad when uh, I heard that the little guy passed away there. Vern Troyer? Yeah. I just feel like he had uh, a short life. I hate you. <laughs> Why do you hate me, Thomas? What do you- because you use a man's death to make a bad pun joke. <laughs> he was he, a human being. He had a you short bet. fucking life. He, he, he did, but that's not 80. what you're trying to say. What, do you, what are you insinuating? <laughs> you're trying. You know damn well. What now you I'm did. turning around on you. See what <laughs> I did there. You know damn well what you did. And for that, I hope Crystal drags you to a builder bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should get into this a little bit. Um, our hockey pool is up and running. Um, you know, some strong starts, like big win from Edmonton last night. Um, I mean, shootouts, but still a win's a win. Yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, Winter it was a great Canadians fucking game. Have yet though. to win a game. 
Canadians and looking, haven't won a game? Canadians haven't won yet, no. Oh, shit. But I'm looking at the stats right now. And as of right now, uh, Paul, out of the sides members, the sides family members, um, will go referee B-ball, the legendary Uncle, Uncle John, is strong in sixth place. Nice. Cousin Paul is in eighth place. Not too bad. You are at a gentleman's 11. And in last wow. place, tied with you, humbly, right now, is me. We're together. That's at least nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's sides night, followed by the winning sides. And the only reason you're ahead of me is because you drafted first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get at this point. So, one, that's a good follow up question. What if at the end it's perfectly fucking tied and matched? But the person who drafted first, do they win because they were drafted first? Um, so I'm assuming this is for first place you're talking about? Yeah. Um, in that case, I think they would just split the pot. Yeah, that's fair. It would go based on points, not the ranking itself. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. And then, but, you know, I'm seeing, I'm assuming you're going to be pulling a big fucking stunt and goes, no, see, right there is his first, and right here is his second. I'm not. 100%. I'm not well, it's good to shake that shit out and know, right? I mean, if it, <laughs> right now you're like, well, it only shows that because, yeah, I'm just preparing myself. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun being seen... part of a hockey pool. This is my first time. So yeah. it's, it was fun, like drafting and shit and just, yeah watching it like grow now right or not grow depending on how well it does <laughs> and have you seen the group chat it's fucking unbelievable yeah i started i like chimed in at one point like or i looked in in on it and there was like 200 messages that i'd missed and i was like what the fuck so when if you want to like comment on something you see that's funny it's like you got to kind of be watching that shit when oh, it's you evolving be, right yeah you gotta get into it when you can or else that's the that's one of the big crimes with um with a group chat right if you're not like if you're busy and you're not looking at your phone and all of a sudden like i have 283 missed messages what the actual fuck you guys yeah that's ridiculous i see i don't have any notifications at all turned on for whatsapp because fuck that shit i don't need like i'll go look at it when i want to you know what i mean but if you had that shit turned on and you didn't have the volume off in your phone and all of a sudden you just start getting fucking bombed i want to know how uncle john feels about it because like here he is like a man of another generation chiming in on nonsense (laughs) like he loves it oh does he He, does he think we're a bunch of degenerates he can hang with any level that i don't doubt that that is like the vibe that uncle john gives off that he is like, like I think, like I could have a nice glass of whiskey and like learn a thing or two from him. But also, like I feel like he'll play a drinking game with me as well. Yeah, well, he's had to put up with like mine and Kieran's shenanigans, like on a male level, hanging out with other males. Yeah, he's been like bombarded by two people that are really fucking loud when they drink. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like right there with us. I showed you the fucking hot sauce video. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a maniac, and I and yeah. I respect him for it. And he he's listening to this right now, and all he's getting is my genuine thoughts on the man. And I haven't even yeah. been in the same room with him. True that. Yeah, yeah. You've just seen videos of him vaguely like the chip eating. Yeah, like you chip. gave me his number so I could add him into the group chat. And in my phone, he is like he's not JJ like you gave him to me. No, he is legendary Uncle John in my phone, <laughs> and Very I nice. refuse to call him anything else. 
Yeah, I think that's perfectly fair. First name legendary, second name Uncle John. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like this pool is fucking something. I'll get uh, like if, if people were looking at like I put up our uh, our our draft up on the the Instagram. So I'll give you the top three. Um, it's D's nuts with 17 and a half shooter McGavin at 17 and the Mexican representative at 15 points. Those are our top three. So I'll always give you like sides, family updates and the top three on the podcast. If that, that, that seems pretty easy to do. I think we'll, um, just have to get up to top three and then you just have to fucking well, cover us. McDavid's going to get you like, like nine hat tricks this season. On top of all, like, 58 assists he's going to get you. Yeah. He's, you're going to be rolling in points once the season gets going. Well, and what I figure, too, with, like, Pool Party and Barry are most likely always going to be off and on on the power play or yeah. playing with McDavid. So I'm covering the power play with Barry, and I'm covering the – but I also have a lot of eggs in one basket. Like, I could get but, See, that's the thing. Like, if Edmonton sucks this year, which yeah. I'm not saying that they will – no, but if they have know. like a bad season, then you're putting a lot of you're hoping to get a lot of points off guys that are on a losing team. For sure. I have like a guy from San Jose and a guy from Jersey, which yeah. both teams have had a lot of fucking struggles. I didn't. Oh, I had in Buffalo or no, sorry, not Buffalo, Ottawa. Yeah. But you it's have like, Brady to fuck. Chuck in Ottawa. That guy's going to get you points. I think so. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He'll, but like, what I'm saying is, you have individual players that are going to give you points. Like, I'm jealous of your team in the set, and it sucked that you got to pick before me because every single time I was looking at like who's available, I'm like, nice, I'm going to get this guy, and then you're just <laughs> like, I'm drafting this person. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Like, like you and Paul stole picks for me religiously. I hate the snake, like the snake draft. Like, yeah, I get that kind of makes it fair for the guy that's in 12th, but holy. Yeah fuck does it make it infuriating when you're going back down and you're just like no 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 i should be picking this thing. but it does like keep keep the draft on like an even keel well and it's hard to keep up see what i was doing i was waiting until like five people picked ahead of me and then trying to narrow it down to three and there was a couple times where the three i had it narrowed down to were gone by the time i'm like fuck so that, you know and then you got to scramble and kind of make a pick but yeah is what it is I feel like we both have pretty decent teams. I have McDavid, who, yeah, he'll get more assists and yeah. like a I, lot of goals. I have Austin Matthews, who is yet to play a game. Like he's out for the first three, which is understandable. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. But once he's back on the team, like I think he's going to be a game changer. And then um, I there have a few guys that are gambles. Um, I might trade my last pick. I picked a guy from Florida because I think Florida is going to do well. But like, I don't know. There's still some pretty got like decent guys that didn't get fucking taken, you know. Yeah, what that's I mean? what I'm looking at, and like, oh, um, like there are guys that have already been making moves and trading. Like, I like how um, the Mexican representative uh, accidentally—I'm not sure if you saw this—but he accidentally drafted five defensemen, so oh, fuck. they had to get rid of his last last defenseman, but they gave him DeHarnay as like a spot that, filler. Yeah. And I thought it was just so hilarious, like all the Dayharnay jokes that were going on in the group chat, to the point where the picture of Dayharnay is the picture in the group chat. Yeah, I noticed that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. 
So yeah, it, it's a it's a fun draft and it's a good group of guys. I'm happy. I'm so happy you're a part of it, and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm like, excited. And it's gonna give us like things to talk about. Like anything that you and I are involved in together is just content for the podcast. So I'm super yeah. stoked that you're involved in this. Yeah, and, that's true. If yeah. you were just talking about it to me every week and I wasn't a part of it, you would get kind of jealous. Like, we need to have a talk. I don't want to fucking talk about this shit anymore. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> Speaking of pools, I'm not in. How's uh, the football pool going, big guy? Dude, it's getting more and more risky. So um, last week I picked the Vikings to win, and I'm I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden, Detroit Lions, who have been dog shit all year, have the lead. It's 17-16 for Detroit, and then the dying seconds, I'm like, oh my fucking god, I'm out this week. Four seconds left in the game. Vikings go for a field goal. They make the field goal. Win 1917. Tommy's alive for another week. Nice. Um, this week I'm picking the LA Rams who play on Sunday. So as of the release of this podcast, I don't know who's won yet, but I'm assuming the Rams are going to win. They're a heavy favorite unless like something serious happens. Knock on wood. But um, no, I'm picking the Rams this week. Like this is exciting now. Like I'm like, like I'm going to the week six. So this is like a third of the season. Like this is almost the home stretch here. What have you see? Of, like how many people have been like cut out of it? Can you see like left, like in a tournament style poker? Or something you see how many people are left? I, I I don't have access to the website we're using because I did like my buddy did it for me. Okay. So he 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 gives us updates at the end of every week. But like, there's still like a few hundred people left in the pool. That's not a lot, though. No, but it's like, like I think like four or five hundred or something like that are still. But in. you like there was like thousands, right? I think like uh like around thirteen hundred people were in it. Okay, well, that's still pretty sweet. Like you start yeah. losing people, like in that kind of a snake style, like or the style that you guys are going with. Yeah, like, you can really see a lot of fucking people lose in one week. Yeah, but see, like now I'm not sure like how to pick my teams. Do I go for like the favorite of like like a really good team? Because I can only pick them once. That's but now tough, I'm looking yeah. at like matchups. Like Miami's playing Jaguars this weekend. Both teams are dog shit. But if I pick Miami to beat the Jaguars, then I that frees up better teams for me later on. That's and the you problem need is those. I have to put all my faith in Miami to yeah to win well it's you're building a bigger cinderella story by taking shittier teams later like you almost mm. want to fucking like, i know what you're saying but it's tough like if you know this guy's winning for sure then you just go for survival and hope that enough people like everyone else is fucking eliminated before you get to there because they save those favorites yeah that like that's a factor too right and then so, yeah and like the matchups i've been going with lately is like who's ever kind of playing the jets or the jaguars or the dolphins it's kind of been where my head's been at <laughs> and and just going from there like i don't want to speak ill of teams but they're just not a, like they're just not up to snob some right? teams suck what do you do like yeah. calgary and they're calgary still there's terrible <laughs> you'll do anything to uh throw them <laughs> under the fucking uh under the bus eh I'm um, sorry, I just saw a little opportunity and you were like being shy, like I don't I don't want to throw a team under the bus. It's like here, here, let me fucking run one over with the bus, and then you f- can feel free about saying that they're not the most successful team this year. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Calgary is what you're saying. I get it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so like I go back and forth with um, how to do this. So I think going forward, I might try looking at like the mediocre, like the the head to head lineups, like the sorry, like the more evenly matched teams. Yeah. Just so I can kind of save myself because there's still some great teams I haven't picked yet. I haven't picked the Kansas City Chiefs yet. I haven't picked the Cardinals yet. I haven't picked Green Bay yet. I haven't picked. Um, you can pick your moments with them, right? Yeah. So I, like, I'm looking at schedules. Like I almost picked the Bears last weekend to beat the Raiders, and that that did happen. But like you know, I wanted. It wasn't a for sure win. Yeah. So. <laughs> And that's, that's a great where part things get scary it's here. It's never a fucking for sure, right? Yeah. Painful. Yeah. So it, it, I'm like, I'm having a little bit fun with a lot of fun with sports gambling and these things. Like, I haven't done like a, a bet on a game in like a little while. I don't do that unless I'm a little bit more like fluid with cash. But like, with all, everything that's been going on in my life right now, I'm just kind of holding on to the money that I have. <laughs> Makes sense. You're a big better too. You're like a hundred dollar better kind of guy, eh? Like a baller. Well, well, like I'll put a hundred bucks if it's like worth it. Like I don't see the like I want if I want to try and win money, I want to try and win money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not if like, I'm betting with friends, I'll just do five bucks because I don't want to take their well, money. That, but see, like I'll do that too. Like there's nothing wrong yeah. with like a friendly five dollar wager or like a coffee wager with a buddy. Um, yeah. Like I bet with my buddy who's a Canucks fan that the Oilers were gonna fucking beat the Canucks, but it was for a coffee. Which comes in handy when you're at work and you show up at six in the morning. I'm gonna need I'm Jonesing for some caffeine. So like those are pretty clutch to me. But like if I'm gonna go to like uh the Misogeur or whatever they're called, I don't know what they're called outside of Quebec, but if I'm gonna make a bet from like the Lotto Max on on sports, like sports select, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna make like a hundred dollar bet. So the, the return is a lot better. Yeah, that makes sense. I've never actually tried like gambling like that. I'll gamble. Like I wanted, to, I was thinking just while you were talking to about gambling, like crazy gambling, the craziest motherfuckers that I know who gamble, they will play paper, rock, scissors, a hundred bucks a pop. Sorry. Paper, rock, scissors, paper, rock, scissors, a hundred dollars a pop. And I, I, so I witnessed I, one of them lose eight hundred dollars in one just, fucking. Is that eBay. how you call it every single time, though? What do you mean? My entire life has always been rock paper scissors. When you do this, do you do paper rock scissors? Paper scissors rock. Are you fucking with me right now? No. Sean, right here. Are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> What's your problem, Thomas? <laughs> you're saying it wrong. <laughs> well, what do you mean you're saying it wrong? What does the order matter? It's fucking paper, scissor, rock, rock, scissor, paper. Okay, listen, it's shoots and ladders, not ladders and shoots. You know what I mean? It can be ladders and shoots. I would still accept that as a reasonable answer. I will come over there and we will have words. <laughs> I'm going to come talk to you. All right. <laughs> we can maybe uh, play some paper, scissors, rock. I could see this is where I get confused because you say something a little bit wrong and then I have no idea. Is this like in Alberta? Is it paper, scissors, rock? And we like they just live <laughs> an entirely different life over there? Or 
are you saying something to fuck with me? And now I have to react to this. Like, I don't it's, know what's happening. It's really hard to tell. I'll say you, that. Yeah, You should be able to tell. You're the one that's doing it, Sean. I should be able to tell, <laughs> but I'm not gonna. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> this is so infuriating. <laughs> what can okay, I say? So $100 bets on paper, scissors, rock. It makes me feel so dirty. I need to have a shower after this podcast, but go on. Yeah, I just that's like when I like think crazy gambling, like maybe you've gone a little too far. I always think back to that night where the guy lost $800 and I'm just like watching. It was so fucking intense and you want to be a part of it because you're like, this is fucking crazy. And like you see money fucking flying everywhere and you're like, I I can't do that. I'm not I can spend $100 on a lot better fucking things than a game of rock, paper, scissors. It's like being in those people, uh, you know, that scene in um Raiders of the Lost Ark where Marion's doing the shots and people are just like throwing money around and all that. Yeah. For the bets. It's like being a part of that. Like when you were watching the paper, scissors, rock competition. (laughs) Were there side bets going on with like people that were spectating going like hundred, like three to one odds. He's going to put like rock right now. Like, no, but there should have been. Yeah. I guess you can't say that, that out too, loud because then the guy is in his head going like, should I win these people money or should I lose these people money? Like that, Yeah, that adds layers to it, right? Then you're yeah. like, there might be fucking cahoots happening and it yeah. gets greasy. Collusion and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There was, a, there was some funny stuff going on in the, the group chat for the, the hockey pool where um, the commissioner, Sammy, who started saying like, yeah, man, I'm not sure if you saw, but Vasilevsky's got in a car accident, his leg's broken, so you should probably just trade him for somebody else right now <laughs> and just so like he could just take it <laughs> nice to fuck with people always oh like a guy had to do like serious research because i can't find anything on this are you sure you got it like and he's like dude he's fucking with you please keep like you gotta keep him right now <laughs> so i want to take us very quickly back because we got very sidetracked by the penis shaped ship <laughs> wasn't it fucking cool watching william shatner talk about like did you watch any of the interviews afterwards of him just being like fucking in awe of what he just went through um i watched the clip you sent me of him just being like while well, he oh, was in space my goodness wow but it was so nice was- to see that even when he's in awe he still has the kindness to speak as every word is its own sentence. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot, but yeah. it was really funny. Like afterwards, there's a, I'll send you a good clip. Maybe we can even post it, but it's really trippy because t- he walks you through like the process of flying up and mm-hmm. like breaking through the fucking 50 kilometer atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's just trippy, like hearing it from, not an astronaut's perspective um, you know what i mean I like when you hear an astronaut call talk, him not an astronaut after those three he's an years. astronaut now yeah now he's an astronaut after that but he five went through no mission training. exploring space he had <laughs> true i i re- retract that previous statement <laughs> i don't want to challenge the integrity of two sides of the story podcast um moving forward yeah he fucking just had a lot of cool shit to say no, 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 I, I want to. I want to see those interviews. So, so, like, like you, I, I watched the rocket go up, but that was like the yeah. extent of it. Like, I had work to do. But it was like cool to see that. Like, honestly, 
when I saw like him actually going to space, I went, nice. It didn't explode. Yeah. Nostra Thomas. <laughs> but um next tra- next time Nostra Shawnas. I'm so proud of those names. Yeah. They're fucking so awesome. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, so it was like really good to see that he survived and like I'm happy he had a great time up in space. And um I sent you the meme the other day of uh him in the gold jersey and everyone else on the spaceship with the red jersey. And I was like, these motherfuckers don't know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Well, this one of them was chief of engineering. What's that? Unless one of them was chief of engineering. Yeah, that's true. Then he's fine. Yeah. There's a whole like fucking spectrum to it. It's all about the cuff, whether they have one gold stripe on the cuff or two gold stripe on the cuff. You know what? I never knew that. I just thought it was red jerseys. But yeah, it's a. Yeah, there's like a cup stripe system. If you watch like the difference between Spock and Bones is one stripe on their wrist. Who has more stripes? Uh, Spock. Okay. I believe he has two. I thought like medical officers, like chief medical officers had like a higher ranking because they could order you to not like you're too sick. Go fuck yourself. You're yeah, they have that power, but that's it. Other than that, their rank is like yeah, whatever it is, right? Because they just like, have that one little special power. Like Bashir and uh Crusher like wield that fucking power throughout the series, like respect respectively. Definitely. Uh, I heard you uh, lost interest in Deep Space Nine. No, I did not. I did not. I just took a little pause because uh, <laughs> last week when we were talking about spooky movies, I fucking started leaning into that, man. Like, I've been watching, like, mostly slasher fi- flicks uh, because you were talking about it last week. I watched the first Final Destination for the first time. What'd you I know, think? Like, there's still, like, 83 more to go. Something um, like that. But I started that one. I watched all the Scream movies, and I have a few things I want to say about the Scream franchise. Okay. Have you seen those movies? I did watch. I think I watched one, two, maybe three. Is there more than that? There's four and five coming out in January. Okay. Yeah. I'm behind then for sure. Okay. So the premise of the Scream movies is Sydney Prescott's mom. She's on her father. And then um, with multiple men. Yeah. One of whom being Sidney Prescott's high school boyfriend's father. Okay. So when he finds out that um, that his parents are splitting up due to the father's infidelities because of Sidney Prescott's mom, he kills her mom and then decides, wow, this killing thing is so much fun. <laughs> Everyone else in my town needs to fucking go to. So that's the that's scream one. Also, spoiler alert, but it came out in 1999 or 2000. Can we? Yeah. Can we please? I feel like you should have fucking watched it already. Yeah. So, like, that's Scream 1. Scream 2. Spoiler alert, I'm going to go into Billy Loomis's mom is getting vengeance for her son by doing the exact same atrocities that he did. Also hiring a local psychopath that goes to school with Sidney Prescott. So there's a, another relationship. So again, Sydney Prescott's mom is fucking uh, the life up of Sydney Prescott. Right. Now, Scream 3 is Maureen Prescott, Sydney Prescott's mom, Maureen Prescott's illegitimate son trying, wanting to have a life with her, finding out 
like while stalking her because he stalked her before he can figure out who she was knowing full well that it was his mom finding out that she was cheating on her husband with these men then then was the one to give the information to billy loomis to know that she was the one so so for, he only gives her the information when she turns him down he's like you're my mom i want to have a relationship with you and she's like you were a kid from another life that's someone else's problem i'm not your mother and then boom murder spree number three of the same fucking copycats like it is ridiculous to me that one woman's infidelity has ruined the life of her daughter <laughs> scream four <laughs> now i don't want to ruin this for you because you haven't seen it it's but, fine i'm probably not gonna watch them ever <laughs> you really should they're so much fun it's fucking stupid there's so much fun stream four is sydney prescott's cousin who was upset of all the attention Sydney got. And so in order for her to, <laughs> to get the same amount of attention, she takes over the murders, but tries to make it so she's the only survivor so that she can become the new Sydney Prescott. These movies are ridiculous, and I love them. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun way of looking at the way society is sometimes about wanting to be heard and wanting to be seen. Yeah. Just like the reasons for these murders. Like, Many people die. Horrible deaths. Just stabbed. One in the first movie, one girl gets crushed by a fucking garage door, like in the air, like she's in the garage. I vaguely remember that and still think that it, you can't die from that. She found a way. All right, man. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. funny when you watch those kind of movies and you're like, yeah. no. Yeah. And my favorite part of all of them is that in the third one, Jay and Silent Bob are at Miramax doing a tour. Nice. I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. It's probably what endeared it to me in my memory. Yeah. So I watched all those movies and I just wanted to share with you, like, I'm watching all of this and I'm just trying to like, like this poor girl that did nothing wrong. She just existed. Her mom did He's all of, essentially did all of this to her because she wanted to like she was having marital issues and so she That's went funny. she went somewhere else and then like I just don't understand why these murders continued. Yeah, it seems obnoxious for sure. A I think bit. mainly it was to generate revenue. <laughs> oh, uh, that's why the movies continue. But I meant like, like I'm trying <laughs> to like realize this from the murderer's perspective. I know I'm just fucking around. And so it's just a ridiculous set of like, it's this should happen to me. Like, so I'm going to recreate this entire thing now in Los Angeles because go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a good thing that that doesn't happen. Like copycat killings are more of a movie thing than a real life thing. Yeah. You don't or like a CSI fucking law and order type shit thing. It's yeah. not something you see like happen all the time in real life. Yeah. And then so yeah so i had a lot of fun watching those movies over again nice um for the first time i watched john carpenter's the thing have you ever seen this yes is that the one where they're up in the north pole yeah with yeah Kurt that's Russell. fucking dope dude amazing movie um as a dog lover i'm assuming you hate this fucking movie it's been a long time i think i was young the last time i saw it but i remember it being fucked up oh and it starts like right away like they like there's no, like there's no pulling any punches. It's just like, nah, man, fucking aliens are here and they're fucking your life up. Yeah, 
lots of terror in that movie right yeah plus you don't know like who who is the like alien because they're just cloning everybody and then all of a sudden when you find out who it is holy fuck do you find out yeah so there's like there's that um that's cool that you went back and watched that yeah and then the other movie i watched were was the og halloween yep the original recent reboot or the recent sequel not the one that just came out in theaters but the 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 one just before that rob zombie or no 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 like the one that came out like three years ago okay never heard of it or saw it oh really they're they're like this so the the original one is on amazon prime so you can watch that there and then the newest like the new kind of trilogy that kind of has jamie lee curtis again as a grandmother is in it it's fucking awesome because it's yeah, like I gotta a, see those ones. I haven't seen those ones. Yeah, and so the sequel to the one that just came out just is released. We're the fourteenth right now. Recording is out tomorrow on the fifteenth. Huh. Interesting. So like, it's gonna be a dope watch. And I gotta say, Michael Myers is probably the one, like one of two horror characters that I am most intrigued by. Because there's, he's unstoppable. He's been shot six times. He's been stabbed in the eye. He's been stabbed in the neck. He's been set on fire. He's been all of these things, and he just keeps going. Like he's like the fucking yeah. Energizer Bunny. And I want to know how, like, like I want to know what his motivations are, and I want to know why he's unstoppable. It'd be cool to have him on the podcast to ask him all these questions. You mean Canadian icon Mike Myers or the absolute because. It's funny that you say have them on the podcast because that's how the new Halloween starts is people that do a podcast on the murder of uh, the murders of Michael Myers. They go and see him in the uh, insane (laughs) asylum. And then like later, they, of course, they get fucking murdered. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So like, (laughs) like, so for me, like that character of Michael Myers is the most intriguing one because like one day at at five years old, he murders his sister and then he gets loose and then he just kills people on his fucking street. Like, I just want to know, like, I just want to like know why. And I also want to know why he's unstoppable. I, I want to find out that he's actually possessed by something or something like that. Like, why is he unstoppable? You know, it'd be like equally as fun to see his downtime. Where the fuck is he? What is he doing? Does he just like fuck off? And he's like, cause you know what I mean? It's not like the he movies are on a wall. Like you'll, if you watch these movies, like my ex Bailey is, super into these movies that i yeah. not only have i seen all of them like i am studying them because she's such a super fan of um, of halloween yeah so like you get like you see the there are these scenes where like what what's he doing when he's not murdering and he's just standing doing nothing like waiting interesting yeah, like that. Like, It'd be funner if he like put on a Hawaiian shirt and got on an airplane and was like, I'm gonna check out Cuba this time. You know, it's off season. They're gonna expect me to come back right away. Yeah. I'm gonna go. And then you like see him having fun and like hopping around at fucking spring break. Like yeah. that'd be a fun, fun movie to watch. I I mean, I think we said all we need to say about Michael Myers. I don't think we need to go tropical, but you know, might as well. Send him we on may- vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Are there any like horror characters that you really want like more in depth look on? Um, maybe like the crow, the powers of 
Powers of the Crow. Yeah. Do you ever end up watching that? You know what? I never got around to it, but thanks for reminding me. Now like that I'm in spooky season. episodes ago. Yeah. No big deal. Um. Anyways. Did you talk about all the recommends that you never got to, Sean? Hey, I pretty much fucking did them all, except yeah, for Yeah, how me. was your kayaking trip? And going down the fucking <laughs> North Saskatchewan. Those are the two uh, things how, I was going How was dinner at meat? I said meat, too. Uh, okay. Meat and fucking going down the river. Other than that, <laughs> I fucking mostly nailed them. Um. Anywho. Uh, (laughs) I don't know like I don't really think too much about that kind of thing like obviously it'd be cool to see the alien homeworld oh that is because we kind of get it a little bit in Prometheus you ever see Prometheus no so you kind of get how they aliens exist like how like the like those aliens yeah exist and it's a it's a pretty badass flick I'm not gonna lie to you I've that, been meaning to check it out. I've heard of it, but like I if you if that's something like you're curious on, like w- watch that movie because it's, it's kind of goes there. Yeah, it kind of gives you like like it explains like human evolution and at the same time like it, it it's a very intriguing film. Plus, I'm Michael less, Fassbender, you can't go wrong. I'm less into horror nowadays, so like I don't think about that necessarily. If I was watching at the time, I'd be into it, but I went through that phase fucking hardcore for many years yeah. and then i just kind of got away from horror yeah i'd see like now i'm kind of deep diving like like when i dated bailey like it was kind of like eye-opening for me of just the catalyst yeah because like they're fun like once like they're like they're ones like i'll like i'll jump scare at like the nut like anything that has to do like when they're purposely doing jump scares i fall for them all the time nice but a fucking slasher fl- flick all day. I can do that all day. They just bother me too sometimes. Like if, if someone like came at me like Jason, I would be like, oh, like we're going to play stabby stabby, are we? And like try to fucking get a kitchen knife. Like there's no personality in the people he kills most of the time. Once in a while, you have the guy who like jumps around and throws a kick or throws a goofy punch and you're like, that is the worst attack that you could possibly do when someone like that's coming yeah. to kill you. Like, it just bothers me. Go like, where's the spear? Get a fucking spear. That guy ain't coming anywhere near you. Spears, like, spears aren't around. Like, you it's don't not have like a spear in your house. No, I don't. You, you, you fu- go get your spear. I'll wait. Go get me your spear. Show me your spear. It's like a fucking process to get it because it's locked up right now. But of yeah. course, I fucking have a spear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the excuse I would say to, uh, or at uh, least a sword. You know, like I'm, I wouldn't be going for a sword. Like it all depends on the scenario. You're at a, you're, you're not thinking about your house though. Jason doesn't attack you at your house. Jason attacks you at the the the, the lake camp. Jason, yes, se- specifically, he does attack you at the lake. But if you're going to the lake, you better have a fucking knife on your side at the very least. If not, what the fuck are you doing with your life? He'll also attack you in New York City, which is the most bullshit of all of them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like that, that part of it, and even like the J, like not Jason, so Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other movie guys like the Hills Have Eyes and like all these fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like just grab a fucking kitchen knife, scream, like back yourself into a corner. You you may not win, you might not kill them, but yeah. you can cut them. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that this, that's the thing that that's the thing I'm talking about with Michael Myers. Michael Myers cannot be stopped. Yeah, he's been he's pretty dangerous. Yeah, um, Leatherface. Um, I the one thing that Leatherface has is like 
Leatherface, much like Dominic Toretto, has family. Those other fucking people that are luring uh, the people that he ends up killing, like he has that. Like I'm not like I'm also basing this on the uh, Jessica Biel version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which yeah. is a great flick. That one fucking Very good holds movie. Out. That was a wicked movie. Yeah. yeah. So like he like she, like he has family that are kind of like tricking. So like they're they're not they're not just like it's it's not just like him hunting them down there are those scenes but like they're captives they're 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 captured they're dehydrated they're starving like they're weakened like they're not at a like you you, you're look if you're looking at it from like a realistic perspective which is like i feel like what you're doing right now you also have to take into account that they're already at a weakened state and they're using all their energy to just survive so the whole like Oh man, I should probably grab a weapon. What should I run for the door or upstairs? Upstairs seems like a better option. Like common sense, I don't think it's common clicking in. And I've worked I in enough saying, public areas. Like the fight or flight thing takes into effect, and I know, like myself in life, I often re- reference back to the song uh, by Notorious B.I.G. where he's like, "Run from cops, fuck that. I'll fuck around. I have an asthma attack." or i'm too fat i'll fuck around and have an asthma attack something like that i always think about like what what fucking goddamn mass murder guy am i running from am i gonna run and then like be like oh oh my god i can't breathe and he'll just kill me anyways so i might as well fucking kill him while i'm not or try to fight him while i'm not out of breath is all i'm trying to say that would be like that's my first thought i've thought about this before this is why you never see fat people in horror movies it's true because we'll do the practical thing. We'll stand there and fight because we're like, I ain't running from you. You think I can run? Like, get the hell out of here. You're fucking seven feet tall. Your strides are going to be longer than 10 of my steps. And I'm only going to make it to 25 steps. So what the fuck am I trying to do? Right? That's overweight, a smoker. You're, you're just like, there's so oh, many fuck. things. <laughs> I ain't running. I ain't running. I'm going to use the little bit of energy I have to try to put muster something together, get my fucking spear yeah. and have at him. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, I can't do I can't do the slasher ones as much anymore. I'll still watch them for a good laugh or a good watch, but as I get into it, I'm just like that, that. Like they're so stupid. Why Why the fuck are they getting kitchen? Get, like what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what else I watched that I, I, I low key love is a uh, Joyride. Sounds very familiar. It's with um. Mm, it? I don't think so. It's with Steve Zahn and Lily Sabisky and. Who's the guy from Fast and the Furious that passed away? Uh, something Walker. Really? You don't know? I um, didn't watch those movies. I've seen one or two of them. The first one, the first one's the only one you want to see. Um, yeah. And it's just like why you never prank people. It is like it is like the ultimate prank call because they do it over a CB radio. And then this one truck driver starts fucking up everybody's life. Okay, maybe I did see that. That sounds very familiar. It's it's a it's a good one. Um, did you ever watch Maximum Overdrive? That's an old horror movie that I wonder if you've seen. No, is it anywhere? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. It's Emilio Estevez, and it's like the Earth path passes through some kind of part of space that makes uh, all of the machines on Earth try to kill humans. Really, I'm looking so at like a. I'm looking it up right now. So you have like a fucking lawnmower chasing someone down. Like all the semi trucks are lined up trying to like kill all the humans, basically. And that it's sounds, like a ploy. 
that sounds like something not only I would watch, but I would absolutely love. I mean, you made me think of it when I was hearing you talk about it. I was like, I wonder if he's fucking seen that one because it's like a classic, out of left field, interesting horror movie. Whether it holds up or not, I don't fucking know. But the last time I watched it, it was still good. Okay. Uh, it's only available for rent on uh, on uh, Amazon Prime. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get to it. I don't like paying for movies anymore, even though I if I pay for the service. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really rude. I, I don't like that system where they're like, you can have all this for free, but you have to pay for these ones. And you're like, well, the ones I want are fucking the ones you're charging for. Yeah. So not cool. So, yeah, no, but that sounds like not something I would like. I would love that movie. I'm pretty sure. Worth checking out. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, like, the next one I think I'm going to go is uh, 30 Days of Night. And then I'm just going to fuck around in the horror genre for, like, a little while. Not saying that I wasn't loving Deep Space Nine, because I'm absolutely loving Deep Space Nine. It's just we're in spooky season, man. I kind of want to get in the vibe going and all that. Yeah. It's like I was saying to you, I feel the same way this year. Yeah. Sometimes I let October pass me by. And then I'm like, fuck, I didn't yeah. uh, watch anything scary. Um, both the Rob Zombie uh, Halloweens are on Amazon Prime, and I know you like those. Oh, you have you have them on DVD, so yeah. Whatever. I might do. I might watch some Buffy. I mean, that's just a monster of the week. I mean, but there's some really good ones, like even just the Halloween episodes. Yeah, fun. Or the uh, the what's that one? The where they can't speak with the uh, the gentleman. Hush, yeah, that's Hush. a good ass episode. Great, great episode. Like, there's it. some scary episodes that are legit yeah. scary. Do you know that? Um, I think we talked about this before, but that episode was strictly based on the fact that if it wasn't for the dialogue of Buffy, Buffy would not be a good show. And then Jocelyn was like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to do an episode with zero dialogue whatsoever. Go fuck yourselves. I put together a great show. Wasn't it nominated for an Emmy as well? I would have to look that up. I don't know that off the cuff. I'm but sure. I do know that it was. And like, if it didn't, whatever. Yeah. And it was it right. Like been. one of like the best episodes of Buffy ever because of like you got so much through this whole thing without a word being spoken. Yeah. You could literally show that to any non fan, like who has never seen the show. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Like it's a pretty damn good episode and creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah. But anyways, that's like. I'm going to do some diving on that. I don't know if you you ever do this, but it happens to me at Christmas time. Sometimes I'll watch every Christmas episode of friends, every Christmas episode of how I met your mother, every Christmas, like I'll go through some of the shows to watch those episodes at the right time of year. Um, I don't. And the only reason why I don't do this is because I hate it. When I see that there's the continue watching thing of a show that I only watched like one episode of because I like wanted I had a hankering for it. Yeah, it's like enough. a weird like it just bothers me going like ah, just watch the one go. I just didn't want to watch. Don't give me continue watching. I just want to <laughs> go away. That's a little obsessive, but I can respect it. It's yeah. like if you want to check something out and like it's embarrassing that it's there too. Yeah. If you have those moments, you're like, "Why the fuck were you watching that?" Yeah. Um, I, I had that moment with the with the lake house, man. That's I fair. watched the lake house with. Like, I'm sure I said this on the podcast before because I have zero shame, but I watched the Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, the lake house. I mean, they had such chemistry and speed. 
feel like we're going to see the same thing in the lake house. <laughs> um, but also I needed to, like, I, I saw the trailer and I went, I need to understand why this works. Like, do you ever like watch something just so you could, what's the science that they're going with? Yeah. Sometimes you need answers. I get that. Yeah. And I just, I just needed to know why the mailbox does what it does. And for the life of me, I can't remember why. And I have to rewatch it now. (laughs) (laughs) Or I could just probably Google it. That might make your life a little bit easier, but let's be real. You just want to rewatch it. Like I found a reason I need to know now. (laughs) I like it. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Speaking, I mentioned your smoking before when we were talking about how you wouldn't survive against Michael Myers. Um, How's the quitting going? It has not been a success yet. Well, no, um, it's, a, it's a thing. You you have it's a year. early. I, I know. I, I'm feeling the pressure though. I I don't want to like let you down, but I haven't really cut down at all. I haven't done any like positive movement forward in that department because the worst part of being a smoker is life has all its little fucking stresses, yeah. and you're like. Oh, what can I do to have like get rid of this or mitigate a little bit? Let me smoke another cigarette and well, a nicotine as fucking a, monster. As a guy that doesn't smoke cigarettes, you can you can still get through it without a cigarette. I do it I all know. the time. I believe you. I just don't feel it. In <laughs> I just my don't addiction. know how else to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fucked up. Like it's so annoying in that sense because it feels good, but it doesn't really feel good. Like I started reading uh, the quit smoking book at least on three separate occasions, got about 80 pages in out of 300. And I stopped reading it because I felt like it was going to make me quit. And I didn't want to quit at that time. But my dad read that. I don't know if he's told you that story, but he quit smoking like 12 years ago or something because he read the book and it, he finished the book, had his last cigarette, never smoked again. It's been 12 years. My sister was the same thing like nine or 10 years ago when she quit smoking. Yeah. But well, I'll tell you this right now, man. Like, I don't want to pay to go to an Oilers game. Yeah. Like, I don't want to pay fair. for that night. That's no, be it'll be expensive. expensive. Yeah. However, I will gladly do it. Provided you quit smoking. And I want like like evidence like i want like oh and i would give you my solemn oath if that were the case yeah and like, it would, I want, it would like, have crystal to be... on record i want kieran like, on record is yeah. that like because like, he won't yeah. lie yeah. He, he's not a liar like he doesn't lie and, at all yeah. he's too honest but you fucking ask him you're like i want you to go out get sean fucking hammered if he smokes, you fucking take a picture and send it to me. Because I think if I... If I wouldn't I quit, want to sabotage you either, though. Like, I no, feel like listen, if, if you had I, to tone down your smoking. lifestyle. Like, if you had to tone down your lifestyle a little bit just to adjust to the fact that you don't... To stop smoking. I've thought about that, yeah. I would, I would be 100% for that. Like, I wouldn't want to put you in a position to fail. So I wouldn't no. do that to you. Like, I wouldn't... No, no, I don't mean it like that. I meant, like, if I'm saying it's been six months since I like her, I've quit now. It's been three months or four months or whatever, yeah. like come the year deadline, then I'd want like reassurance that I wasn't just going to pick it up again. Cause this happens to a lot of smokers. Yeah. They quit smoking and then they do something like that. They smoke while they do like drinking 
Yeah. And immediately they're like, fuck the next morning they go out buy a pack and they're right back in it. So that's not quitting smoking. When I quit smoking, I want to be fucking done for life. I never, ever want to pick up another one. Yeah, man. And I'm like, I, I want to encourage this. It seems like something you want to do. So like, I don't know what you need from me as a, you know, a cousin and a podcast partner and friend to support you on, but like, I'm putting like, like live McDavid and like, I'm not going to be stingy on this TT either. No, like this isn't going to be like upper bowl nosebleeds. The player is going to be the size of a fucking nickel. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're like, we're going to go to a game, man. Honestly, like I've just not to be like, I'm just saying any fucking where in a hockey arena while there's a hockey game playing on is a great fucking seat in my mind. Yeah. Anyways, other things the first week of quitting i'm probably gonna like be a fucking mess i'm gonna be like calling people needing to call people like i'm gonna break down i might break down like i'm just having a fucking tough day right now and i might break down and i'll get really fucking emotional and cry probably like i don't know or, or i'll be so vindicated for being free but i don't know because i haven't fucking tried it in a just imagine long, you but... just becoming like an arrogant asshole just like you know what? I'm just like, I'm so better than cigarettes. Like, you know what? So are you. Like, you just start passing on the gospel of Sean to my dad kind of went that way when he quit smoking. And I thought about, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do the same thing. But he was like, because Doreen was still a smoker after my dad quit for maybe a year after um, he finished. And yeah. he was like, such a fucking pain in the ass about it. She would, they smoked in their house. They always smoked in their house. So my dad was like, if you're going to keep smoking in the house, I want to get an air purifier and I have to sit it by you while you're smoking. So she would light a smoke and he'd fucking get up out of his chair, take the humidifier and put it closer to where her cigarette was like, get a stool and put it up next to where her arm was as she rested it down from smoking. And she was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> but it worked. The point is that it oh, yeah. worked. I love that. And, and like, yeah, I guess it might have annoyed her into quitting partially. I don't know. But it's really funny when you have that. And I'm sure the same would be true. Like if Crystal or and we like encourage each other to try to quit. Like when we see the other one smoking more, we're like, you're like, you're smoking a lot right now. Like, you know, like give that little two cents in. But fuck me, it's yeah. hard. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I think you should just try the gradual release. Like, just get like get yourself a it's dope smart. ass like a dope ass cigarette case like spend some money on it get like engraved like sean's farewell tour kind of thing that'd be hot yeah and then keep 30 cigarettes in it and then boom turn 30 into 29 and then like every three days drop a cigarette drop i'm gonna you cigarette. know what's gonna happen i'm gonna go out i'm gonna get this sick ass engraved fucking cigarette tin with like star trek and my name and all this cool shit and then i'm gonna be like I can never quit smoking because I want to keep using my case. No, no. And then you retire <laughs> it, and there's gonna be a nice spot no. for it right I'll on your joints shelf. In it. Fuck it. I'll huh? throw some joints in there. I'll throw yeah. some joints in there. We're all good. That's how Kevin Smith quit smoking. He started smoking weed all the time. Yeah. The that's guy a is commitment. high all of the time, but he doesn't smoke cigarettes anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth it. I've heard that heroin can be an assistant to quitting smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah and you'll lose weight so there's that. exactly right and like then in life you only have one fucking problem that's it just one how do i get my next high that is it every other fucking problem you have like your your 
everything everything fucking gone all you got is one uh, I actually I love that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> we'll keep our options open just in case. But <laughs> uh, well, like I said, like I've said it on the podcast. So we have until your birthday, so September twenty third, twenty twenty two. Correct. Yeah, that is the day. So when we do Sean's birthday bonanza podcast next year, we will find out if you did or did not quit smoking. And if you did not, like I'm flying in. You're buying me dinner. Yeah, that's hundred percent fair, and it'll yeah. be a nice dinner. Yeah, and, and it'll be, be a nice dinner. Like, and we're gonna bring Dwayne because I owe him a dinner as well. And you guys can both sit there the entire night, and you'll love it because he's the best partner to fucking berate me for it all night. Perfect. Like I'm the waitress, be like, hey, he'll call the waitress and be like, hey, this guy fucking is buying us dinner because he lost a bet because he didn't fucking quit smoking. You want to shame him with us? And she'll be like, oh, what the fuck is your problem? And he'll lo and behold, that waitress probably smokes too. Just like, you're such a dick. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck that'd you. be fucking cold. <laughs> See her out in the smoke pit when I hop out while we're having drinks. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Right <laughs> There's something you do, like Jesus Christ. Did you see uh Debop commented and said he'd throw in a Damascus knife if I quit too? No, I didn't I think see on that. the Instagram you where you posted that. I or maybe check. maybe sorry, maybe I shared it through charlie cookie pluto okay and then uh he commented on it through there okay so who's this uh hurricane Dwayne is what the name is of the tag okay. Perfect. my homie well tell One him to follow the fucking podcast uh if he doesn't already he's he does he doesn't he's not really into podcasts he's semi-supportive um he's my disc golf guy yeah do you listen to that episode where i just berated no I don't want him to hear it necessarily because he is like a fucking marauder. He's like a caveman slash he's just a beast. He's a strong ass, big ass. He's my guy. Like, I don't know what to say. I, I can't, I can probably at least like, I don't know, three, four times in life now where Dwayne has tried to save me from a situation I didn't need to be saved with from yeah. like going to beat the fucking living piss out of someone. He's the type of guy he carries around a mouth guard in his pocket at all times. So if someone wants to fucking go, he's ready to go and he won't lose his teeth. And he's just a mean, my best friend. That's probably the toughest thing I've ever heard. He's so ready to fight in any time. He carries a mouth guard. Actually, he that is, do you that know what's funny thing. about that is it also prevents fights because yeah. I've seen where he takes it out and the guy, I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't mean to start shit. I'm sorry. I like, I'm sorry. Cause yeah. like you mean business. If you fucking like you're like, ready you have to go, a mouth guard, he, you're prepared. He, yeah. He never, ever picks fights. He He's not that guy, but if someone's like belittling someone else, especially one of his friends, he'll stand up for them and see like, he'll then bully the person who was bullying them. Fucking that's a. his mo it's a good guy to have in your corner god is it ever very I'm surprised very he hasn't beat the shit out of you already for over a dinner you own <laughs> he should have probably yeah no, he's a he's a good dude well, it was funny. i'm gonna get us that dinner man september 23rd if sean doesn't come through <laughs> yeah if sean doesn't when, come uh... through yeah anyways that'll be a fun night yeah it's it's gonna definitely gonna be either way it's gonna be a good time like i i kind of hope we go to the oilers game but like me too i hope we do yeah so that's all like 
Don't hope, man. You have full control over this. No, I know, but it's hard. Yeah. And I'm already like, my hands are sweating right now talking about it. Because I like, I need a fucking cigarette right now. <laughs> I feel like once a month on the podcast, I'm going to like ask you for an update on the quitting smoking. On, I just got to tell you one quick story because it came to my head while I was talking about Dwayne and Kieran. So Kieran once in a while used to get blackout drunk when we would drink. And because I was training in martial arts, I would encourage a round of fisticuffs by like saying mean shit or I was just an at like a drunken ass at the time. So Kieran would come at me and I usually I would like tackle him to the ground, put him in a new submission each time to see how many different ways I could choke him out or get him to submit. And so we had this like thing sometimes where we get mad at each other and whatever. He punched me in the face from the ground one time. So I fucking slapped him like 40 times in the face. <laughs> well, just hammer fisting. Fuck. Anyways, here comes the story. So we're fucking at our house. Me and Karen, we're renting this fucking house. And we're really like many, many whiskeys deep in. And I don't remember how. I'm sure that I probably deserved it. And I started something with Kieran. But Kieran fucking punched me in the mouth. Sucker punched me. I didn't see it coming. And I was so fucking angry. And I was going to kill him because he never got a shot in. I was always proficient at stopping him before he ever got close enough. This time I wasn't paying attention. He fucking bought me in the mouth. I was so angry. I started charging towards him to beat beat him and Dwayne was there so he fucking grabbed a hold of me stopped me no problem I have no nothing I can do to get past him and Kieran threw another punch at me while Dwayne was holding me back and he and Dwayne was like Kieran stop and so Kieran fucked off and kind of sobered up and was like oh fuck what did I just do I was so angry I turned and punched our fridge and then Dwayne was like oh okay we're punching fridges now. I like left a knuckle mark in it. So Dwayne punched the fridge and Karen's like, that guy's like, can I punch the fridge too? Like still being cautious, thinking I'm still going to kill him at this point. I already calmed down. So Karen punched the fucking fridge too. And then we all carved our initials into our knuckle punches of the fucking fridge that we punched. <laughs> and then, so waking up the next morning, like we, it was fucking late. I was really, dry. I kind of said, I'm like, what the fuck did we do to our fridge full disclosure we never had to pay or we never got our damage deposit back on that rental are you fucking serious of course not no i say man i don't know how i would deal with like if that was like we were hanging out one night and you just like started like berating me just to see you can try out a move or something i think i would lose my mind i don't do that like it's not it was just like a best friend brother type of thing. I, just, okay. I do that like me and Josh, you know, growing up with a brother, you're sometimes you just fucking push each other's buttons. And like, I knew that it was controlled and that nothing would ever really like go wrong. But it's just one of those heated moments where it slipped. And that's the only time it ever slipped where he got me. But I deserved it. Like I said, I'm sure. But I don't do that often. I've completely grown out of being the instigator. Now the instigator in the group is Mo. Yeah, I've met Mo. He's a decent guy. He's an instigator, though. Yeah. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> He's calling everybody out on the podcast this week, eh? You want to hear a, fucking, a Mo story while we're at it? While we're at it, go right ahead. It's Christmas time. I am come out on the deck. It's three in the morning. All of a sudden, fucking Mo reaches over, unties Karen's shoelace. Karen stands up, and I like... Often when someone else gets punched, you hear like, you know, like a little ruffle or Kieran 
meat hooked Mo, like you wouldn't believe, hit him in like the kind of shoulder back chest. He could almost hit him in the face. Mo says he ducked it. Kieran says he wasn't actually aiming for his ace. But I guess this was the seventh time that night that Mo had untied Kieran's shoelace. And so Kieran jumps out of his chair, meat hooks Mo like a full haymaker, just rains it down on him. And you hear like, like as if Sylvester Stallone was in the meat locker punching the frozen meat. And Kieran just like starts tirading. He's like, I fucking warned you, Mo. I warned you one time, two times, three times, seven fucking times you untied my shoes. You're five fucking warned. And he's just going off. And it's like, 3 30 4 in the morning <laughs> everybody hears it because kieran's screaming at him and i was like oh, i'm a victim what the fuck you fucking hit me and like it was and i just come out for a smoke i had no idea what was going on i was at the rest of the party i was like what the fuck is happening but anyways i digress sorry that's story time with sean yeah that's that's unreal i i don't have anything at all similar to that i don't have anything at all to just i don't think i've ever punched any one of my friends because of that (laughs) that's the instigator that mo is though like he just does that shit i saw one of her other buddies pick him up by his neck one time because he just doesn't stop he just keep once he gets on bugging someone about something he won't stop until they physically come at him He's just that level of instigator and he doesn't have any game either. So I don't know why the fuck he did. Like, it's not like he's like a ninja and can fucking su- stop the situation when no. the situation blows up in his face. And he's like, Oh fuck. Like, I'm sorry. You don't have to get so reactional about it. And you're like, oh, he's the seriously. Worst. <laughs> um, he tried to do that to me once or twice. And I, I don't know. It is what it is. Friends. What do you do? Yeah. That's fucking brutal. Um, <laughs> change gears real quick. Uh, we got an email. Did we? Yeah, uh, this one's from uh, Mark. Mark emailed again. Oh, nice. With the subject line, I'm the real anonymous. <laughs> Just fucking with you. I have no idea who that is. The mystery continues. Uh, what is your favorite podcast? Who do you guys look to as your North Star for the podcast quality? Uh, by that, I mean, did you use another show or combinations of shows as a template before you went off? on your own to do this thing uh, sorry to do this thing he was very clear to say thang um keep up the, the keep up the quality work fellas mark nice so you want to take the reins yeah so for me like the first podcast that i really got into was the joe rogan podcast i fucking always enjoyed like hearing him the interviews he does even sitting around with buddies talking I think that might have been what initially sparked my interest in podcast, like in the idea of having my own podcast, because it was like, fuck, like I wouldn't mind sitting and talking with someone and, you know, just shooting the shit and putting it out there, having fun, making jokes, talking about shows and shit. And I, it didn't ever really happen. You know what I mean? Like obviously years went by. I didn't listen to a lot of other podcasts other than the Joe Rogan podcast. And then since we've started podcasting, like when we 
brought this whole thing together and had the concept of what we were doing, I feel like we just kind of wung it. We want knew we had to fill a certain amount of time. So we like started in with Sean recommends and Tom recommends and question of the days to kind of like get the conversation flowing to get to know each other a little bit better too. But we've since kind of dropped those concepts because we don't necessarily need to lean on them as much anymore. If there's something really good that happens, then we'll throw it out there. But for the most part, like we just kind of put this together on our own since, uh, since we've been doing it, I've discovered other podcasts like Ari Schaffer, um, two bears, one cave, Thomas, you mentioned that one to me. And I started listening to Bert Kreshner and Tom Segura. It's pretty funny, but I, I always go back to the Joe Rogan podcast myself personally. Yeah. I like hearing him talk. I'm not saying I support all the crazy shit that he's into sometimes, but he always says like, I'm just a fucking comedian, you know, and I can respect that. He has interesting perspectives that I like to hear. No, I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, the, the part about um, is there a podcast that you that in your mind that you're modeling when you when we do ours? Is it Joe Rogan's? No, no, not at all. I that's what I was saying. Like, I don't really model any podcast. Like, what I like, what we do, what we both bring to the table. I'm not trying to model after anyone. Like. I genuinely wanted you to get to know me better and me to get to know you better when we started this. So that's what, how I ran the format and in my own head and the questions that I've like asked, and it was all strategic to try to like, get to kind of know you better, you know, yeah. from the get go. Uh, yeah, no, like we, we've talked about this in depth, like a bunch of times, like that's always been like the goal of this podcast. Um, yeah. For me, like podcasts I got into, like, as you know, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. So I got into like I do like as soon as I found out how to listen to them, like I was super into Smodcast, um, two uh, sorry Hollywood Babylon, um, Jay and Silent Bob get old. Hell, I even listened to his Frasier podcast he did with Matt Myra, Talk Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Like whatever Kevin Smith was putting out, I was listening to, and then I started to venture off. So I was a big Burke Kreischer fan, so I started listening to his, and then. Um, when I found out him and Tom Segura had one, I went to two bears, one cave. Uh, I'll go to Joe Rogan periodically. I pick and choose my Joe Rogan. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes it's too much. There's just like, I don't give a shit for UFC. Like I, I like, I just don't like, I don't have for what it for the UFC. Oh yeah. So when he has like the fighters come on and all that, like, I'm sure they're interesting and I'm sure they're great. I just, it's not something not that's going to pique my interest. Right. I love those episodes because I it's my like tickling of stuff because I'm out of the UFC watching and being the fanboy of yeah but it's my little throwback to listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, like there are like there's a reason he does it, right? Obviously, like yeah. he's a commentator for it. Like, like my brother-in-law will always like he's super into it. So like I'll watch watch fights with him because I enjoy having a good time and like like I'll engage, but it's not something like I, I don't wait in line for unless like someone else is actively doing something around a fight. I'm not like, I'm not looking it up. Right. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, modeling the podcast, um, like I'm sure, you know, like the reason why I gave you two bears, one cave is just, I like that dynamic and I wanted ours to be a, a similar idea. Cause it's just two buddies talking and they're swapping stories and getting involved. And then, doing that kind of thing so for me that was the uh how they kind of do it is how i want ours to be so like the reason why our clips look the way they do on instagram is a lot to do with the clips that they kind of put out and 
how they advertise their podcast is a lot how we kind of do it because to to me that is a successful podcast and so i try you always kind of steal from the best like i don't like like when we have guests come on um i don't really i i just i like the idea of just like shooting the shit so we've had kieran your sister and then we have the in waiting to release uh deanna episode um but i guess for me it's always been two bears one cave is what we emulate and that's one of my favorite podcasts i also listen to like the scrubs rewatch podcast uh, fake doctors real friends um i will go back and forth to i don't know about that with jim jeffries like i don't know um, the monday morning podcast with bill burr like I, there's a few that I like listen to. I'm always looking for more too. Like once in a while, I'll just do like a random search and see what kind of rabbit hole I can go down, and I'll listen to yeah. some episode of a random one just to see what it's about. Hot boxing with Mike Tyson. I don't know if you've caught that ever. I actually yeah. liked. He did a 45 minute interview with Eminem, and I watched that just the other day on YouTube. It was a year like a year ago or something, but yeah. it's pretty fucking good. Solid podcast too. Nice. Does he just get stoned with everybody and do a podcast? yeah that's fucking awesome yeah that's pretty fucking sweet and it was really fun watching him and eminem uh fanboy out for each other and like there's cool things about that like i became fans of certain people because of just random interviews like one of my favorite authors is a guy named brad Meltzer, and i don't know about brad Meltzer unless he shows up on smodcast with kevin smith and then like i hear about one of his books and then i read another one and then another one and also find out that he was a comic book uh, he wrote a series of comic books for like a little while um just like for a small stint because like kevin smith did that like kevin smith wrote like batman green lantern he's written uh green arrow uh the green hornet like he's written some series some good shit yeah yeah but, but so this guy brad melson that's how they know each other and then so he had him on and then like boom like i'm just like you discover new things you like but just like i do love to- that so that's one of my favorite parts about listening to other podcasts too like yeah or like the interesting crazy storytelling that you hear like that I can't say, I don't want to like say her name wrong, but it was like me and Emmy Park or something. She did an interview on Rogan. She's yeah. escaped from North Korea. Hearing about shit like that. Like, I like those episodes, but I also like yeah. just him shooting the shit with his comedian buddies. Yeah. But like, or the UFC ones, like you mentioned, but it just, you can learn a lot about something you know nothing about by hearing an expert talk about it. And that's what I appreciate about different podcasts yeah. sometimes too. So yeah, like I I listen like so yeah, so I pick and choose my Joe Rogan, but like if the guest like I'll read like I'll read all the um descriptions and if it's something I would be interested in, I'll take it. So like it's not always like comedians or something. Like I want to like I do want to learn, but like if I'm going to spend four and a half hours listening to Joe Rogan be fascinated by somebody, I got to fucking want to spend that time doing it, right? For sure. Did you listen to that one with the well, it's all, I have it downloaded. I haven't done it yet because I'm not. Gotta, I have to be like mentally ready to hear something. It's like riveting. That. It's yeah. riveting. It's fucking crazy. But like Anywho. I remember, I remember years ago he had. Uh, I think his name's Randy Miscavige. He's he's the father of the guy that is now leader of the Church of Scientology and like the horrors of that. He had the. Uh, I, I never saw him. that one. He had the daughter of the girl. No, sorry, the daughter, the daughter of the man that ran the Westboro Baptist Church. Like, I'm more fascinated, like, who escaped, like, and these people escaped these churches. That's interesting, yeah. And, 
like these are fascinating episodes to me because I'm fascinated by religion. I'm fascinated by cults. Like I listened to the yeah. full Escaping Nexium uh, podcast, which is that uh, sex cult in BC uh, that the Allison Mack from Smallville was a part of. Okay. And like that was a fascinating. So like I'm fascinated by religion and cult. One would argue that they're very much the same thing, but to, to be respectful, like, I'm, but I'm fascinated by these things and like how dark they can really get. And yeah. So when I have like when I hear about those conversations, like I want to I want to fucking go deep on that for sure. So like those were fascinating. Like I remember the other like the, when I was listening to them, and I've listened to those interviews uh, on more than one occasion because they are fascinating and like they're worth deep diving so like you'll have like you'll have to google the episode number yeah i'll have to check that out but it's interesting as fuck yeah and like that and so that's where i get into with my joe rogan so it's not just about comedy comedians but like i can deep dive like a serious conversation with these serious people but it's got to be a thing that i'm fascinated by have you listened to uh ari shaffer's skeptic tank no i i i have a love-hate relationship with he's the worst He's the fucking worst. But he's also amazing. Yeah, he's the best as well. That's why I keep listening because it's so fucking funny. But oh, I'm just I, there's moments where I'm like, I like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But it's so good. Like, I'll listen to Ari Shafir if he's on Joe Rogan's podcast, if he's on Burke Kreischer's podcast. I'll listen to him as a guest. There's certain people yeah. uh, I will listen to as a guest, but I like Whitney Cummings is one of the best podcast guests ever. And apparently her podcast is amazing. And she has amazing guests, but I don't want Whitney Cummings ruined for me. Because I like her. I like her as a guest. And then I feel like if I listen to her all the time, I might not have the same appreciation of her as I have. That's fair. As of her as a guest here. So you can overdose on people for sure. Yeah. Like that fucking guy, though. He's just awful. Yeah. So as far as like hot like avid podcast listening i have to love you already for me to do it like like there's a reason i don't listen to our podcast because i have a love-hate relationship with myself and, <laughs> and so it is like i don't know like you listen to us every week eh? i usually do a listen through yeah and i it's fucking good man i'm like man why do they gotta end this shit so soon i want to fucking hear more well, that's like, another reason why we're an hour and a half. Is a, a well, and I, I miss shit too, right? When we're talking about it, like I don't remember what the fuck bullshit I rambled off. I need to hear it back and be like, Jesus Christ, Sean. Or I like, th- uh, you can maybe nah, you didn't tell that story very good, you fucking dingbat. I got a compliment about you today, actually. I was FaceTiming with my buddy Josh and his wife Brittany, also my friend. I'm not saying like my friend Josh and then his wife, Brittany. No, it's my my friends, Josh and Brittany. <laughs> um, I was FaceTiming with them today. And uh, he's saying how he's up to date on the podcast. However, Brittany's not up, up to date on the podcast. So when she hears this, it's going to be like five weeks old to her at some point. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was saying, like, he loves your fucking rants. Like, you're fucking entertaining. And that's amazing to hear. Like, I know that I'm laughing whenever you're doing, like, a shtick or you're going on about something about, like, how... Like one of my tangents. Yeah. Like when you're going off on like the Edmonton Expo and how it's bullshit. Like I like I'm entertained by it, but I'm like when I'm hearing from outside people that they're also entertained by it and they're not saying this, like they don't know you. They could say you suck for all I care. But the fact that we're getting like I'm getting 
positive feedbacks about you like i just had to share that with you man you're doing like you're doing great like when i it's do appreciate edit- it's fucking fun having a podcast like I, I wouldn't trade this for the world you know what i mean i look forward to it every week and it's you know like we said earlier like this the point of it was to get to know each other and like i'll fucking miss you if we don't do it for two weeks if we have some in the backlog and we're busy in the summer or whatever i'm like i wonder what tom's doing right now no, yeah. I'm just yeah, like and i like i want to like text you nonsense all the time but also like no no save it like write it down in your notebook save it pretty much you, yeah it's so yeah, it's like it also like too. makes the relationship a little bit like a more different di- dynamic like because we do speak during the week like it's like we don't just yeah. like ignore each other and then we like no it's all pretty, right let's like, get it all out in this hour and a half <laughs> we're both pretty short because we're fucking busy but we like make the time to set aside this time with each other every week. It's like yeah. a Sunday dinner with your parents in the sense where we're like, we make that time. Yeah. We, we've made this important and it's, you know, we appreciate people listening. And yeah. I think people can sometimes relate to your rants, my rants. It is what it is. Sometimes we got shit to bitch about and other people want to hear us bitch. Exactly. And it's not just like, but it's not just bitching. It's like giving our takes on like things that honestly don't matter. Like, For I think sure. I talked like 10 minutes on the, the, the screen movies and how ridiculous the concepts are. <laughs> it was a great breakdown, though. Like, if someone hadn't seen them or doesn't want to go through the effort, you fucking broke it down nicely. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, I, they're like, again, like, this is just a fun thing we do, and I love doing it. And and I'm still glad that it doesn't matter what time zone I'm in. We're still figuring out when, when and how we can still do it. Yeah, it's fun to squeeze it in, though, too. It yeah. is what it is. There's a lot of saying your time, my time, and then you not knowing which time zone I'm in. And you're just like, hold on. What does that mean? Do I have to do math? We've pretty much settled it, though. I just said, tell me in my fucking time. My time doesn't change. It's usually the same. <laughs> well, Tommy, you think that's a good uh, podcast there? Is that a wrap? I think we nailed it today, man. Uh, I do want to say, uh, mystery email writer. You're still missed. I don't understand. Did, did, <laughs> Thanks, did I make Mark, for too much one in because we needed that? Yeah. Um, did I make too much fun of you on that one podcast? I, uh, are you okay? <laughs> like, is everything fine? Like, like we're asking you questions now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Hope we didn't lose you as a listener because I loved our discourse for those like two, three weeks. You were, yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah hopefully it comes back yeah yeah so here's hoping that you have a shitty week of uh sports stuff and i just take the lead on you and then uh i'll say good luck sir oh yeah you're gonna be a class act because i just want a piece of shit move i'm always a class act baby (laughs) apparently not (laughs) you get fucking kieran all wound up oh actually before we wrap up did Kieran hear last week's episode? Do you have any? Feedback? I don't know. I haven't uh, discussed it with him yet, to be honest. Okay. I'm waiting to, though. I didn't see him our usual hangout this week. Or we're okay. going to hang out probably Friday night. So okay. I'll ask him about it. Because, like, I'm dying to know. Because, like, I love it when I tear, tear into uh, Kieran on the podcast. Because I'm just like, what do you say? What do you say? Because, <laughs> like, I don't get the satisfaction of him. Like, like because I don't do it to every his Every time you, almost every time you tear in, you're like, has Karen commented on the podcast yet? I'm like, no, yeah, man. As soon as he has, I'll fucking let you know. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm dying to know, like, what a fucking animal putting mustard on his eggs. Jesus Christ. Somebody stop him. You know what? People actually, a guy at work came up to me today and asked me about that because he saw it on one of our social media platforms. He's like, does 
like do you put mustard on eggs and i was like no no not me because like the clip we put out doesn't show that it's kieran that's putting it on he said or you missed that part of it i don't know it was on tiktok that he saw it and i was like uh no it's not fucking me it's kieran and he's like what the fuck and but then he's like i fucking love mustard it's my favorite it's like my favorite fucking condiment like i'm gonna try that it might be good and so dylan is gonna try mustard on his eggs and i bet he's gonna fucking like it i mean okay <laughs> let us know dylan um <laughs> i'm excited I'll, I'll interview him at work see what i can get out of him <laughs> yeah uh i i i'm not toying with this idea just yet i gotta like i was looking at eggs and i was looking at mustard and i'm just like can't do it <laughs> like do they have to be scrambled is it all uh, kinds you, of eggs you you can do any type of eggs runny sunny side up runny fucking slap some mustard in that, that doesn't sound good to me <laughs> all right it's funny all right i think that wraps up we shouldn't care in enough um yeah i like so that the two- mustard made it in, into two episodes because it's so fucking controversial it's so stupid <laughs> just put a little salt and pepper man like like I feel like you're trying to make a statement. Like it's like, look at what I'm doing. Does he do this at public restaurants? Have you gone to breakfast with Karen? Does he do it there? It, well, usually if we're going to breakfast, they'll get eggs benny as well, so that he doesn't have a need for it. But I'd like to encourage that him getting like scrambled eggs and be like, uh, you didn't give me the mustard with this. Yeah, and the way like, to be like, sorry, what? Mustard with what? He's like, I need mustard for my eggs. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I yeah, hope that the waitress I need, like, I need says to know that. what this is like. I want to know what the reaction of the waiter and or waitress. And I need to know uh, just all of that interaction. That is a thing I need in my life because <laughs> like, I don't think there's ever been a request from a waiter where the customer would be like, like, like if you're getting a steak, can I get a side of peppercorn or can I get some horseradish or can I get some barbecue sauce? These are all reasonable things to ask. These are for. all reasonable things. But, yes. But like when you're getting breakfast and you get your scrambled eggs and then you just got like, oh, can I get some mustard? And you're the person you, you want fucking what? Like I would ask, like, honestly, if I was a waitstaff, I would probably go. Why? Like, like you can have it. Just can you tell me why? <laughs> so. While we're on this quick story, and then we're wrapping up, I swear to God. Josh, one time we were at Red Robins. I don't know if you remember that chain that existed once upon a time. No. Pretty fucking good. Bottomless fries. So Josh wanted to have tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. Yeah, Are yeah. you familiar? Yeah, yeah. With his French fries. So he, the waiter comes over and he's like, can I get some tartar sauce on the side? And the waiter's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He looks a little confused. So he, he goes away like five fucking minutes, comes back. He's got this like black soupy looking fucking little dish and puts it down. And Josh is like, what the fuck is that? He's like, it's the tiger sauce you asked for. And Josh is like tartar sauce. And the guy's like tiger sauce. And like, can you spell that for me, please? And the guy's like T-I-G-E-R. You asked for tiger sauce. And Josh is like, no, I like I asked for tartar sauce, like the white stuff, like tartar sauce. And the guy's like, oh, tartar sauce. Like, man, I Googled what tiger sauce was and went in the kitchen and made that. What is Real tiger story. sauce? This really, it was like this. Fuck, I don't know. I don't like, know. Hold on he one Googled second. I'm Googling this right now. And the guy took it away, but it was tiger sauce that he came out with. I don't think it's a thing. We were all like, what the fuck is this guy on? But yeah, he made it himself. 
No, it, it's, a, it's a thing. It is a... Hold on. It is a thing. It's a... What is tiger sauce? It's a blend of ingredients in the cayenne pepper. Okay, so this is like the, the company of tiger sauce with like... Okay, how to make tiger sauce. I think this guy Googled how to make a hot sauce. So it's yeah. in eight, eight steps. You need, hold on. Uh, whoa. See what we need. So it's like mayo, minced garlic, sea salt, horseradish, pepper. So from the picture, yeah, from the picture I'm seeing, it's an al- amalgamation of those and lemon. It was weird either fucking way. And it was just one of those moments where people are like, what the fuck are you talking but tartar about? Tartar sauce I get because like, wh- where do you get tartar sauce when you're having fish and chips? So you're going to have like a little bit of leftover tartar sauce after your fish is gone. What are you going to do? You might just experiment with the fries. Like that's how I found out that sweet and sour sauce from McDonald's is great with McDonald's fries. Exactly. You experiment and it comes out. Fish and yeah. chips has fucking tartar sauce. Yeah, but I see how you would get to there. Yeah. But the the guy that goes, you know, would be good with my angs, fucking mustard. <laughs> this is yellow. That's yellow. It's together. It's a weird way to come to it. I, I, that's fair. It just made me think of it. I thought I'd share. No, no, I came but, out with lots of stories. No, but, no, but that's see, that's relevant. Like I like that. Although, I, uh, Karen, if you're listening to the podcast, your mission, whether you choose to accept it and fucking accept it, is go out to breakfast with Sean, order scrambled eggs, and when you go. To ask the waiter for a side of mustard for your eggs. Let Sean film this experience because it's going to be the dumbest day of this person's life. <laughs> Super like, into it. I'm still not it. over this. Like I, like I, I like I know. It's weird. You need I know to, that we're yeah, two episodes in and we've been trying to wrap up for like five minutes now. <laughs> but like the fact that he does this, honestly, it haunts my dreams. It's understandable. You're not the only one. Yeah, like, not, and I love alone. mustard. I'll put that shit on er- everything, but I have a fucking <laughs> line, and it's eggs. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Thomas, I, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, okay. I have nothing <laughs> more to say on this, but like, it was hard to get here, but we got here. Yeah. <laughs> this All has right. been two sides of the story. I'm Sean's eyes, and this has been one side of the story. I'm Tom's sides, and this has been the other side of the story. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper, everyone. <laughs> Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.